Hello and welcome to the At Your Peak Fitness and Wellbeing podcast. I'm Catherine and I help women to ditch yo-yo dieting for good, build strengths and healthy habits that allow them to lose weight and get fitter, stronger and feel more confident all year round. All this without starving or cutting out food they love or missing out on living their best life. I'm so thankful to you that you have chosen to listen to my podcast and help me to change women's life and self-worth for the better. If you enjoy this podcast at all, I would be eternally grateful if you could rate, review and share this episode with anyone who you might think can benefit from it. If you want to work with me so I can help and support you in achieving your peak, please get in touch with me. You can find the details in the show notes. Now, without further ado, let's dive into this week's episode. Hello, and welcome to day three of our January reset. I'm feeling the time is absolutely whizzing by. Um, and I'm not sure about you, but I'm having a lot of fun so today I want to talk to you about some diet basics and nutrition because a lot of you have mentioned in their form that this is one of your main goals. Not everyone, but most of you. Now, most of you, like myself, have done more than just one diet from Slimming World to Cambridge one to one Weight Watchers, Keto, Atkins, 500 to 2, possibly more. And all of those diets bring great results, but yet here you are wanting to lose weight, which means essentially all these diets have failed. And it's not your fault that these diets have failed. It's just that this these diets often are not setting you up for long-term success. And we'll say well, while you're adhering to their rules and their, their, their restrictions, if you are back to your old habits, then you will gain weight. Often people just say like, oh, I'm going to go on the diet. And when they achieve those goals, it's like, oh, I'm off the diet now. However, unfortunately, this is not how it works. For diets to work long term, we need to le learn how to incorporate the habits, the foods, etc., for life with all elements that come with it. Now, most people go on the diet, as I said, and once they reach a target, their weight just goes back to the um. So once they reach the target weight, they just go back to their old habits rather than really learning how to incorporate the elements into their life long term. So a diet actually really shouldn't have an end date, but that's what a lot of people do. So if you manage to lose weight before but struggle to keep it off, it's because you have not learned how to keep it off in the best way that is suitable really for your life. And you might have been too restrictive when it comes to dieting. You may have not focused on including things you love. Um, and you might have not focused on living a fulfilled life whilst losing weight. You just follow the diet within certain guidelines and you don't know how to navigate life outside these guidelines. Now, losing the weight is only actually one part of the equation, but actually that is the easy part. And I would actually say that the diet is successful when you actually can sustain the weight loss. I want to be able to find you in a year's time um, and you have lost weight and that you have actually 
maintain that weight loss. That is a successful diet and that is a successful transformation. A successful transformation has nothing to do with how much weight you can lose. It's about being able to make long-term changes to allow you to keep that weight off uh, for good and feel confident for good. Now, for this, it's important to understand that all diets where you have lost weight before, um, they put you in a calorie deficit. There was no magic pill. Um, there was nothing special about Herbalife, about Arben, about Slimming World or about Keto. They simply put you in a calorie deficit, which means your body uses the energy it needed from your fat restore because you didn't eat enough. That is why all those transformation work. If the diet tells you to cut out carb, you are essentially cutting out a whole food group. So you will then also have less calories in you, which makes it easier to be in a calorie deficit. Same goes for intermittent fasting. Intermittent fasting can be great for other health reasons, but not for losing weight. Intermittent fasting works for people as a weight loss because they essentially don't eat as much as they have a, a, a smaller eating window. But you know what? You can get the deficit without feeling restricted or putting rules in place that are not fitting for your life. Um, but for that to be able to do, to do, you need to put the work in to learn about nutrition. You learn and need to learn about the food and how it makes us feel and how we incorporate that food. Uh, in our life and this is where I as a coach can come in really handy often people are not even aware of how much protein or fat or carb is in their food how it makes them feel and therefore when they do a diet they don't really pay attention to it because it almost kind of like gets served for them as a pla on a platter but it is important to know these things to be able to co incorporate the food you love into your life now, the most common mistake I see people doing is that they are putting their calories too low when they are trying to lose weight and then they expect really quick results. However, often it's much better to be more conservative with your calorie deficit. I, for example, put all my clients roughly in a 500 um, calorie deficit, which means they lose roughly one pound per week. Now, it's important to know that this is not scale weight. Our scale fluctuates um, much more through hormonal change. And you might know that when you, for example, have your period, you are much heavier. Um, you might have eaten quite a lot. You've got more water retention because you're eating more food that holds water in. This is all infecting your, um, your, your weight scale. But I mean one pound of body fat. Now, I'm not going into detail what your calories are are in detail and what they do on a chemical basis um, and I'm not going to tell you kind of like in detail what your calories are because either I've already done that or um, you can kind of find it quite easily online um, or you can listen actually to my podcast on how much calories should I eat but I want to go into a bit more detail on the different food groups because that is quite important to know. Now the food that we eat to give our body energy um, so calories 
can be roughly divided into three food groups. That is first carbohydrate, carbohydrates, can't talk, uh, proteins and fats. Now carbohydrate and proteins have the same energy measurement. So for one gram of each of these provide us with four calories of energy. Fat is a little bit more calorie dense and has nine calories per one gram. Other sources that is measured in calories is alcohol. And you will have per one gram of alcohol, seven calories. However, these calories have no nutritional value whatsoever to our body and will be stored as excess fat. So you can see if, for example, I use my daily calorie requirement in high fat foods like fast food, alcohol, the calories will be pretty quickly gone and we end up being really hungry or drunk if you drink alcohol um, and you also will be really grumpy and not a nice person to be around and to be honest you are likely going over your calorie requirements because it's harder to stick to a calorie uh, deficit um, with quite fat dense food but if you eat your daily calories filled with healthy nutritious food you feel more happy you feel full you feel satisfied now to be able to be consistent and lose fat you need to think about the calories but also how you can stay fuller for longer and satisfied for longer with the calorie target you're working with. So you are not lacking energy at the end of the day and don't feel you are starving because that is almost where we feel. Now, a little bit of hunger is okay because obviously we are a little bit on a diet, but you shouldn't be kind of like really starving, starving. There are a couple of ways to do this. But what works best with my client is that we work towards a high protein target. Now, protein is often something that, especially we women, are a bit afraid of um, because we think that it will turn us in kind of like the female version of Hulk. And we think about like this protein powder that you take by diet. But actually, that is not what we're talking about now. Um, we won't end up like bodybuilder um, when you're increasing your protein, um, especially if you're doing strength training. That is not the case. Protein has, uh, protein has actually many different health benefits and it's not just good for building muscles. Protein is essential in all our body cells and therefore you, um, it's really great for our skin, our hair. It's great for growth our immune system, it helps us repairing our body after an injury, and it helps recovering after intense training. So it's just an essential nutrient in your diet, especially for women, and also for women going through menopause. Um, protein can be really, really helpful. Now, whilst our Western diet is quite good when it comes to protein, and we are generally hitting our minimum recommended daily average, the recommended daily average is set quite low and most women could do with more protein in their diet than they currently have. Now the reason why I'm focusing with my clients um, on protein in general, um, ask them to increase their protein consumption is that it helps them to feel fuller for longer and that will help them actually to stay in the calorie deficit for longer. Protein is quite complex in how it is put together um, and when being digested, your body takes longer to break it down compared to fat and compared to carbohydrates. So increasing your protein really helps you managing your appetite. And actually every week I ask my client at the end of the week 
uh, to fill out a little questionnaire asking about their mood, hunger, etc. And what I often actually see is when my uh, is when my clients are low in energy and have uh, high hunger levels, they often don't really hit their protein target and have used their calories on other things uh, that didn't make them feel as full and satisfied for that long. Now, this is something I used to do in the past. I used to eat as much low calories or light sweet snacks um, that I tend to eat even more after half an hour because I'm hungry again uh, and I was ready for more. But however, this it makes it then much harder to stick to anything um, as I really became obsessed with eating and it would really consume all my thoughts all day. Um, so sometimes it's better to not just go for the low calorie option, but also looks what makes me feel fuller for longer. Um, and you will recognize that when you eat something low calorie, like for example, a Muller light yogurt that has 99 calories, but barely any protein compared to a Ala chocolate mousse that has 144 calories, but 20 grams of protein, you will feel so much fuller eating that higher protein uh, pudding and you will not have the need to eat again for a few hours. So when you think about your diet, and that is kind of like why I set for you the target of eating three high protein meals, aim to eat high protein diet and have them as part of your everyday meal to help you stay within your calorie deficit. Another way to fuel your body and make the most of your calorie is to eat lots of fruit and vegetables. Another habit that I've given you this week. Most of you will know that fruit and vegetable is a must in any healthy balanced diet. They don't say for nothing to eat at least four portion of vegetable and fruit each day. Vegetables and fruits are low in calories, high in vitamins, minerals, and fiber, which is really important for our digestion. Now, there is actually a study that shows that we tend to eat similar amount of food volume each day, which is really, really interesting. Um, and obviously by filling that food volume with vegetable and fruits, we tend to bulk up our food with less calorie dense food, which will keep us, again, fuller for longer. So if, for example, I ask you to put 100 calories of spinach on a plate or raspberries, you will see that plate is much fuller than if I would ask you to put 100 grams worth of chocolate on a plate. So we need to think of volume of food as well as to make the most fuller calories. Also, the high content of fiber in fruit and vegetable is harder for your body to digest and again and other than other types of carbohydrates and therefore you feel more satisfied and full of longer again um, if you are a fussy eater and you don't like vegetables i can tell you i will you will have to put your big girl panties on and obviously make sure you do eat vegetables um and it's like what i there was a time in my life when i didn't eat a lot of vegetables i always find it quite hard to put it in and i would then hide vegetable in my food so i would put kind of like carrots really really small or even rasp um grate them and put them in a bolognese or i would do the same with onions because i didn't really like onions but I knew that they were important for me and that is kind of like introducing them. Now I can eat them and I really like them. Um, 
also with fruit if you don't like fruits hide them in a smoothie you even put, put some spinach in the smoothie and vegetables that is better than not eating it at all there's literally no excuse unless you are allergic and most of you will not be allergic let's face it all to all fruits and vegetables so find something that works for you you can actually train yourself to really like something and it's essential for a healthy diet that you gradually increase vegetable and fruit into your diet it gives us so many health benefits that are long term not just kind of like for your weight management important but also long term um we at one point if not already you will going through menopause eating a healthy balanced diet is a, a diet is the best way to get through it so they call it the mediterranean diet that you should go so a lot of fish uh, oily fish like salmon and um and so on can't remember anything else but anyway just to let you know it is really important now if also losing body fat um, and get toned is your goal you will need to pay attention to your calories and to your protein intake and the best way to be consistent and making changes long lasting is to monitor to, to monitor it through tracking um with like my fitness poll um this is not something you have to do forever and with my clients, I always say like, this is just for a period of time, but it's a really good learning tool to see where you are, how certain food makes you feel, how much protein has a certain food um, and so on and so forth. So as I said before, consistency in having a healthy and balanced diet that allows you to stay within the calorie deficit and then in a calorie maintenance, is really important in all of this. If you stop halfway through because you're not seeing quick enough results, then it will take you longer to achieve the results at all. So kind of like see tracking as a short-term tool and then you go into learning, but, but you using the data to learn about it. Um, and then also once you've learned that then you can kind of like adjust it and make sure that you like incorporate it more and more in your life and then it will be make being easier to adhere to it um for my clients we often start experimenting with different diets when they first start so for example for someone who is menopausal um i might suggest something like not to have any snacks in between, just have your three main meals. So you've got a little bit time in between for your blood sugar goes down. Um, with some people who it doesn't work with, I also say eat kind of like little snacks in between and make sure it fits in your calories. So there are different ways of how you can eat your food. Um, and that needs a little bit of testing. But what I would suggest is not just do something for a week or say like, oh, it doesn't work. Sometimes your body needs adjustment time. So if you try something, give yourself four weeks to try a certain diet. So for menopausal women, what I always suggest is have three main meals. If you need to have a snack, have a snack quite quickly after your lunch. Um, and then fast in between, reduce sugar as much as you can. And that can also help you to... Um, manage some menopausal symptoms as well as losing those menopausal pounds around your belly as well. Now, I hope this was useful today. Um, this was more about nutrition. If you have any questions about anything we uh, spoke about, um, then 
let me know. Otherwise, you've got the protein cheat sheet. Um, you have made your plan and obviously you have the nutrition guide. So hopefully that will help you to give a little bit of more of an idea. Um, but yeah, again, if you've got any uh, idea or in, any questions, let me know. As always, have a wonderful rest of your day and see you or speak to you tomorrow. Bye. Thank you so much for listening into today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it and I hope you could take something away from it. If you think this episode is beneficial for someone else, please make sure to share it with them. As a coach, it is my mission to help as many women as possible. And by sharing this podcast, you can help me to achieve this. If you want anything covered in the future, please make sure to let me know and I'll do my best to cover it in the future episodes because this podcast is really for you and to help you in your journey to become happier, healthier and more confident. And if you want to work with me in more detail um, as a one-to-one client, um, as part of the Peak Strengths Online Club or as a small group PT in my gym, then please let me know and I'm more than happy to get you started on the journey to feel confident all year round. You can find my contact details in the show notes and I hope to hear from you soon. Enjoy your day and speak to you soon.